Welcome to the audio podcast for Saturday Night Life. SNL is a ministry of Northwood Church, and our hope is that this will be a tool that blesses and encourages you in your walk with Jesus. If you want to learn more about Northridge Church or SNL, you can visit us at nrchurch.ca or join us for Saturday Night Life at 7 p.m. on Saturday evenings. Until we meet, be blessed and enjoy the word for this evening. Yeah, book of, book of Luke. First, uh, I'm kind of excited about it because uh, I was, <coughs> see, this is what you'll be hearing, I'm sorry. The, um, whoa, the, I, I closed off Mark and with, the, with the, uh, the death of Christ and now we're going to, we're coming from the very beginning of his, uh, uh, him being on earth. So it's kind of exciting and, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Roseanne. I knew somebody, if I would, <coughs> enough that I would get one. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Roseanne. Um, so, what was I going to say? Oh, on the way in here, my son, I, for some reason, my son wanted me to borrow his truck. He said, Dad, take a drive in my truck. I don't know if you've ever driven in one of these big hillbilly rigs, but <clears throat> he's got the, the windows blacked out as your shirt or any of your jacket. Like, I mean, right up to the passenger side, right up to the driver's side. And it's a big one-ton diesel, so it's, and it's jacked up, and it's ridiculous, right? And I'm not that guy. Nothing, to, I'm not that guy. And, and, and <laughs> so I'm sitting in the truck, and I'm, like, way above everybody, and it's, nah, 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 it's diesel everywhere you go, right? And so I go to take a turn, and I literally can't see out. So you had to, I'm like, and I'm like, and I feel like it's such a loser, but I'm like, and then I couldn't even see the side mirror. So I had to hit the window open. I'm like, how does he drive like this? And then I found out that his girlfriend got him this, these tinted windows as a gift. And it was more like a curse. I don't know what the heck. It, I couldn't drive the stupid thing. What's that? Oh, I know. He's not watching. He, it's, oh, she, oh, no, she's not watching. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's a good call, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stupid gift. No, it's a great gift. It's a great gift, and the truck looks beautiful, but I can't drive it. (laughs) I just can't. I'm serious. It's like looking through it, and then you got to thank God all my turns were left turns here because I tried to look through through to the right, and then then God forbid there was any, a a passenger, or a pedestrian, I mean, a pedestrian, because I had to sit there each inch and in, and I legit had to open the window to make sure I wasn't going to mow anybody down, so that was... I don't know. It just stressed me out all the way here. It's not like I was going to get hurt but because it's a big beast of a rig. But I'm like, oh, and then I parked beside you, too. And I literally can't see your car beside me. And I was like, I, I, opened, I opened the window to make sure that I wasn't coming in and right in, in to smear David's truck out. <sighs> yeah, so I got that out of my system. <clears throat> uh, what else did I have to tell you? I think no, that's about it. That's about it. So, um, oh, this is good. Where'd Roseanne go? This is a good lozenge. The um, oh, thank you. You got it up. Okay, so I <laughs> I'll start reading. You're gonna read a little bit. Oh, before we start reading, I wanted to let you guys know, Phil, about Luke. Like Luke, I remember you guys. I don't know if you remember. I was talking about uh, Mark. Mark took notes like me. Luke is the guy you wanted to cheat off of in school. Luke has all the notes. 
He has all the details. He has all the... Luke was a doctor, for those of you who didn't know. Matthew, tax collector. Matthew, or sorry, Luke, a doctor. He was from Greece, too. He's Greek. He's the only guy that, was, uh, that wasn't a Jew that wrote. I don't know if that makes a difference. I've got blank eyes looking at me, but that's okay. These are details I enjoy, and I'm going to share them with you. And, and, and he also wrote the book of Acts. And the other thing that I found interesting, he, um, he wasn't actually there. He took his accounts from everybody else, and he did his research like a doctor does research. He, he checked the facts, and we're going to read it. And, and, and for the, for the, just for an overview of Luke for you guys so you know what's coming your way, from 1 to 4, I feel like I'm screaming. From 1 to 4, Jesus, it's, Jesus is coming. From 4 to 21, Jesus is amongst the men, amongst men and women, talking about who he is and, and, the, and, and the kingdom of God. And from 21 to 24, he's talking about saving us and, 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 and dying on the cross for us. And I just, So anyhow, I'm going to go over the differences here because I like, now I can't stop sucking on these lozenges. Uh, so we'll start at the beginning. And I want, to pay, I want you to pay attention to some of the words because we've got two stories going on here too. We've got uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth and, and, and Zacharias, and then we've got uh, Mary, and listen to her response and how, uh, and just, you'll see. Since it, uh, oh, and, and this is, I'm reading out of the Amplified too. I don't know, if, I'm sorry I'm a little hyper, but I, I love this because I was, I was starting to read on my, I normally read out of the New Living Translation, and it just, I think the Amplified explains it and gives a little bit more. And, for, and a plug for um, the U Bible, Hannah has it. Even the teenagers, say it's so cool, even the teenagers have it. That's my sale pitch. Hayden, I, oh, I said Hannah. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart, and it's her birthday. It's her, <laughs> it's her birthday Monday. It's her birthday Monday. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I was totally bragging for you, too, and I screwed it up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I call the dogs the same name as my children, too. But, but I meant that as a compliment. So, so anyhow, I'll get back on the track here. Since, as well known, many have undertaken to compile an orderly account of things which have fulfilled among us by God, exactly as they were handed down to us by those with personal experience who from the beginning of Christ's ministry were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. That is, the teaching concerning salvation through faith in Christ. It seems fitting for me as well, and this is the part I like about, if, if you guys, for the, I, I'm going to do this throughout the, oh, if my fat fingers can hit the right buttons, if on the, 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 the U version, on the Amplified, it has a little, little notations. It said, Luke may have been a Gentile, so if he was the only Gentile author, oh, blah, 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 you don't care about that. But it, it, it tells you little things about each, uh, some, some of the lines that you may have not noticed before. But uh, again, I just wanted to share it with you because I think it's, it's great. Uh, for me as well. And so, so I have decided after carefully searched out and investigated all the events, here's the key words, accurately, from the very beginning to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus. I was wondering if I was going to screw that up. I got it out. Now, Theophilus, if you guys don't know, and, and I didn't know until a little while ago myself too, was he was a Roman, they suspect that he was a Roman emperor. And, and, and so, so that you, uh, most excellent Theophilus, 
so that you may know the exact truth about the things that you have been taught. That is, the history and doctrine of the faith. So he, apparently, somebody has already told, told uh, uh, Theophilus about what's going on. And he has an idea. And from the side notes that I read, too, that Luke was writing, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Luke was writing Luke and the book, he wrote the book of Acts as kind of an argument for, for Theophilus, for the Romans to understand what, what, what Paul was in jail. Here's what Christ was. Here's what, 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 what Paul was preaching. Love, not hate. Like, why would you put me in jail for preaching love? So, in the days of Herod, sorry, of Herod the Great, I like that in the brackets, the Great. Oh, does yours have brackets? No. King of Judea, there was a certain priest whose name was Zacharias, and my, my Bible, I know, it's got all these buttons everywhere. If you guys want to press it, I'm serious. Download the, the U version. It's great. It just, yes, you got it too, right? And you go, and you just hit all the buttons and gives you an extra explanation that, that you can, more information is great information. Uh, sorry, whose name was Zacharias of the division of, okay, Abijah? We'll go with that. His wife was a, de a descendant of Aaron, the first high priest of Israel, and her name was Elizabeth. They both were righteous, approved in the God sight of God, walking blamelessly in the commandments and requirements of the Lord. But they were childless because Elizabeth was barren. Nice for the rest of the and, and, and they were both far advanced in years. Now it happened. It happened while Zacharias was serving as priest before God in the appointed order of the priestly division. And it was a custom of the priesthood that he had chosen a lot to enter the sanctuary in the temple of the Lord and burn incense. Now, I don't know if you guys remember last time I was up here. Sorry, I had to clean throat there. And, and, and the, uh, uh, I was talking about how uh, uh, the curtain had been torn between the holies and holies. And, and, and if a priest went in there, they had the bells on and they had, and they had a rope tied around them. So... I can imagine if Dave and I were the priests, okay, it's your turn. No, 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 it's your turn. You're casting lots, right? I don't know if you're, if you're them, if you're hoping to go in, or if you're, I honestly don't know the point of view, but I think it'd be kind of cool to go in. So anyhow, I was in there. The sanctuary of the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. And the, all the congregation was praying outside in the court of the temple and the, at the hour of the incense. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him Standing to the right of the altar of the incense, when Zacharias saw the angel, he was troubled and overcome with fear. But the angel said to him, I just want you to see this. Do not be afraid. It's the most commonly repeated phrase in all the Bible. In, and I can't blame it, Zacharias. An angel comes upon you. Don't be afraid. I would be freaked out. But it would be... But it, but, I think, sorry, I keep rattling it in my mouth. <laughs> the, uh, I think the uh, uh, don't be afraid is, a, is a, like a life statement too, not just when the angel's here, because the angel of the Lord, as, as we are Christians or as we are sitting in this sanctuary, the Lord is in here now. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He is here. He wants to be with you. Don't be afraid. He wants to share his life with you. 
don't be afraid. He wants your success. He wants your sobriety. He wants your family to feel happy and loved. He wants you to feel happy and loved. Don't be afraid is the biggest takeaway we can take from this statement. He was troubled, he was troubled and overcome with fear, but the angel said to him, Don't be afraid, Zacharias, because your petition and prayer was heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear a son, and you'll name him John. You'll have great joy and delight, and many rejoice over his birth, for he will be great and distinguished in the sight of the God, and he will never drink wine or liquor, and he will be filled and empowered and act by the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb. I never noticed that part before. Still. In his, while he's in his, while he's being developed, the Holy Spirit is with John in the belly. And I never caught that part. And he will return. The, and this is the other, I, I honestly, I am so grateful that David asked me to, to come here and do, the, and do this at SNL because I've learned so much as person. It says, he will, tur- he will turn many of his sons back to Israel from sin and to love and to serve the Lord their God. It is he who will go as a forerunner before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers back to children and the disobedient to the attitude of the righteousness, to the righteous, sorry, which is to seek and submit to the will of God in order to make people, make, I'm getting too excited, in order to make ready people perfectly prepared spiritually and morally for the Lord. That's a lot to take in. This is what's going to happen to your son, Zacharias. This is what's going to, we're going to make this kid and he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be everything I just described. He's going to make men love their, their, their children and children love their fathers and he's going to turn this country around. And you're like, what? The angel of the Lord, angel is telling him this. And, and he's an old man. I'm not sure how old he is, but it, 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 he's so old back in the, he, he, he can't, they, they can't have children. And Zacharias is the angel. And dif- different, different um, translations. Zacharias says, how, could it, how, you, how will I be certain of this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in age. See, he was a smart husband. He caught that? He didn't call her an old lady. He said, she's advanced in age. I would never call my wife an old lady either. Just, there's some husbandly tips for anybody out there. My wife is advanced. And the angel replied and said to him, I am Gabriel, and I stand and minister in the very presence of God. And I have been sent by him to speak to you and to bring you this good news. Other translations have Zacharias say, Do you expect me to believe this? Or how can I, how can I be sure this will happen in the new translation? He's like, are you crazy? I'm an old man. This, I, this, nothing's going on. Listen carefully. You will be continually you will be continually silent until unable to speak until the, la- until the day when things take place, uh, these things take place, because you did not believe what I told you. But my words will be fulfilled at the, at the proper time. And the, people, and the people outside the court were waiting for Zacharias and were wondering about his long delay in the temple. But when he did come out, he was unable to speak to them. And they realized that he had a vision in, his, in the temple. And he kept making signs to them and, re- and remained mute. When his, <coughs> when his time of priestly service was finished, he returned to his home. Now after, now after this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant. And for five months, she secluded herself completely, saying, 
This is how the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked with favor on me to take away my disgrace among men. And it sounds horrific, but back in the day, it was... If a, if a lady couldn't give birth, she... Even saying it, I, I don't even say it. But it, they thought less of women because they couldn't. What good are they? They don't make babies. What, what, that's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, Janine's watching. She knows how to feel. It's horrible. But to think of, of a human being, and she felt less of a human being because she couldn't bring Zacharias a baby. And now she's gone on in, in, in years praying, and, and Zacharias too, apparently, because he, he, he says his answer to prayer. Thank you. I, you've blessed me, and now that and now, and now the time has come. Sorry, verse fifty-seven. Are we up there. Almost. There we go. Nope, that's twenty-two. Wrong way. There we go. And now, by the and now the time has come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives, this is nice, right? Imagine that. I can't even imagine. My, I remember my first son was born. And we, it was, thank God it was in the, like 5 o'clock in the morning because no, my wife was in no mood to be seen by anybody. And we went straight to the hospital. And we, all that happened. And, 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 and her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy toward her and they were rejoicing with her. It happened on the eighth day that he came to circumcise the child as required by law. And they intended to name him Zacharias after his father. But his mother had answered, no, indeed, he, instead, he will be called John. And they said to her, none of your relatives are, are, are called by that name. Then they made signs to his father. Yeah, just, it, and it made signs to his father because in the old days, you were named after your dad. And it was an honor to be named after your dad to carry on the family name. And then, then they made signs to his father and asked what he wanted to call him. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote as follows. His name is John. And they all were astonished. At once, Zacharias' mouth was open and his tongue was freed. And he began speaking and praising and blessing and thanking God. Then fear came to all the neighbors and all these things were discussed through the hills in the country of Judea. All who heard these things kept in mind, kept them in mind, saying, What then will this little boy turn out to be? For the land of the Lord is certainly with him to bring about his birth. The hand, sorry, not the land. And I honestly, I, I remember when my little boy was born, excuse me. I don't know why I find that so gross, but. The, uh, when my, my little boy was born, I remember looking at him thinking, what is this kid going to be, right? And, but, and, and thinking about all the possibilities and thinking from the past that I had come from too. Well, how am I going am I, am I to be the good dad? Am I going to be capable to take care of this boy? Am I going to make sure that this, am I going to break this human being before he even gets a chance to, 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 to be a human being? You know what I mean? And I remember being so overwhelmed and I can't imagine I can't imagine what it must have been like for Zachariah and, and Elizabeth hearing what the future was going for their son. That being said, 
find this next pay my next <coughs> sorry and now it happened on the eighth day and it says all they heard from the from the Lord was was like what the heck? What is this little boy going to be? And, and what do, what is he going to what is he going to do? And then and then Mary, where did it go? I'm sorry, I lost my place completely. I totally lost my spot. I'm sorry. I can't believe I lied. Here it is. Here we go. I'm sorry. I totally skipped this whole spot. Now in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel of Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, a descendant of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And for those of you who don't know what betrothed is, it's 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 kind of like being engaged. You're, David, or sorry, Joseph would call Mary his wife, even though he was betrothed. He wasn't completely married to her yet, but and she stayed with her family, and 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 he, it meant that he was going to marry her. And, and but the period of being betrothed lasted about a year. And and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming, to her, and coming to her, the angel said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly perplexed at what he had said and kept carefully considering. And for those of you, I was perplexed. I wrote down the definition of perplexed because I'm kind of a dope. And, and the, it means you're baffled or you're puzzled. Perplexed. She didn't, she didn't quite get what he was saying. The greatly, it says, the Lord, the Lord is with you. And, and kept carefully considering the, uh, what kind of greeting this was. The angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And listen carefully, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son. And you shall name him Jesus, and he will be great and, and eminent, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of, of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob, Israel forever, and his kingdom, and sorry, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Mary said to this angel, "How will this be? How could this be? I, I'm a virgin. I have no intimacy with a man." Then the angel replied to her, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a cloud. For that, for that reason, the holy, pure, sinless child shall be called the Son of God." And listen, your relative Elizabeth has also conceived a son at her old age. Nice, the old age. See, it just gives me cringes. And 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 she was she she who was called barren is now in her sixth month. For God, nothing is 
For with God nothing is or ever shall be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done with me. You hear the difference between that and Zechariah. He's like, what the heck? This can't be. You don't understand. And she's just saying, give it to me. I'll, whatever you want me to do, God, I am yours. I am your servant. I, your will is, is, is my will. Your will is, 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 is I, I, I'm, I'm fully absorbed in what you want me to, for me to do. And the angel left her. Now at this time, Mary arose and hurried to the hill country, to, to the city of Judea. And she entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, her baby leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy, was filled with the Holy Spirit, empowered by him. And she exclaimed, Blessed, worthy to be praised are you, young woman. Blessed to be is the fruit of your womb. And how it has happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me. For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached the ears of my baby in the womb, my baby wombed, leaped for joy. I can, rem I can remember when my, my, my son was little, my wife would listen, my wife would, I can't remember, it was dance music, oh, sorry, but it had a big bass, and little Sam would be in there, and she he would kick on the bass. Not that no, he's kicking at the beat, but he'd be. And the music, even the music was kind of. I don't sound like an idiot. When the music was pumping, but the, I mean, but you know what I mean. When the music, it was pounding, right? And his little feet would be cooking, or his little elbows would be going out, and 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 and, and just made me think of that, pumping, pumping. Yeah, so lame, so lame, and blessed spiritually and fortunate and favored by God is she who's believed and confidently trusted that there would be a fulfillment of things that were spoken by her, sent by the angel of the Lord. And it just, it's just amazing. <laughs> I, I skipped too far. I missed that completely. If the band wants to come up. It's, it's just the difference, the difference between just accepting what God gives you and accepting what... what his, his, she says, I'm your servant. Just, I will do what you want. Your will is for me. Your will is what, what is, is the way to success. Your, your, your will is my way to happiness. And, and Mary hasn't quite, I don't think, that, that she's a young lady that she quite yet understands. She quite yet understands what's about to unfold and what she's about to see. mixed up there but all this is to say this that the, John was put there by God in his belly he was designed by God and you were designed by God nobody sitting here was a mistake we make mistakes because we're human we are forgiven because he forgives us there, there is a reason we are here sitting in his seats. There's a reason you guys come Saturday. There's a reason for Helen. There's a reason that I see your beautiful faces, and I'd rather see your beautiful face again than hear about something happening bad to anybody. There's a reason God loves you. 
because you are worthy to be loved. He, he designed you before you. He put you in the belly already knowing what was gonna, who, who you're going to be. He put you in there knowing your potential. He put you in there knowing that you were going to make mistakes because we are human. We make mistakes. We're screw-ups. Today, I'm a screw-up, clearly. But he, he loves us despite all of that. Thank you, God, for that. And, 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 and for anybody who ever said that, that thought that you were, or ever said the words that you weren't worthy of love or weren't lovable, those are lies. They are lies from the pit. Those are, li those are lies of destruction. The words of truth and the words of love are you are worthy. You were made by him and he died for you. I just want to take a moment to bow your head, please. If there's somebody here tonight making a decision towards Jesus today for the first time, I'd like to see your hand. Good. We can pray between you and Jesus. Thank you for the upcoming baptism we're about to partake in, Lord Jesus. I thank you for that so much. I thank you for healing. And each and every person here that comes every Saturday night, I play a blessing upon each and every person as you leave and carry throughout your day that, you, that the Holy Spirit is with you and that you are leaning on the Holy Spirit with every decision, with every temptation, with every thought before it turns into action. In your precious name. Well, I don't want to, thank you, Steve. I don't want to re-preach everything that he's just said, but I do want to build off the fact that we were talking just now about the imminent birth of John the Baptist. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the story, we know that Jesus was born and John was born. And then when they became adults, probably close to their late 20s, 30s, uh, John was out living this incredible lifestyle. There's a whole lot to it. We'll be teaching on it in the next little while. But he was going out and he was a, uh, a front runner for Jesus. He went before Jesus to tell people about the coming Jesus. And John's purpose in life, and hence he was called John the Baptist, was to be baptizing people. And he preached Baptist, uh, baptism for the repentance of sins. He wanted to be with people who were literally changing the direction of their lives, of their spiritual lives. They were turning from their sin, and they wanted to follow Jesus. And he was there to help them and to baptize them, to give them this new life. And honestly, uh, Joseph, you're giving us a gift today, um, because what better way to start a new year than to become a new creation? And what we believe happens in baptism is when, we're, when we baptize Joseph, he will go under, and it's this imitation or representation of being buried. He'll be buried alive, and everything about him and his self will die, but he'll be raised as a new creation. He will die to himself, and he'll rise again to be a child of God and to be a follower of Jesus. And, and as Steve was saying, we, we get you to pray privately. When, we, when you have that moment with Jesus and you invite him to be your Lord and Savior, that is 
oftentimes a very private event. Baptism is the public demonstration of that private decision. This is you telling everybody, I'm going to follow Jesus. And if, if you're not following Jesus, you're just getting wet. It's a weird thing to do as a bunch of adults in a room. Okay? But when you're doing this, following obediently what Jesus has called you to do, okay, it is a beautiful, brand new step. So I'm excited. In just a moment, I'm going to invite Joseph to come up. And I actually, I didn't ask you, Joseph, if you wanted to share a bit of your story. We'd love it if you would, but if you're too nervous, you don't have to. Um, but as Joseph is getting baptized, I want you to be sensitive. Um, I could teach a little bit longer on this too, but I want you to be thoughtful of whether or not you're hearing from God that it's your day to be baptized as well. Maybe you'll feel that little tap on the shoulder. It's like, hey, I want you to be baptized. It's, it's time. Make the decision. Because we've got lots of clothes and we've got dry towels here. We're ready to hook you up and we would love to baptize you. All right? So with that, I'm going to invite you up. Joseph, do you want to share a few words? Maybe tomorrow? Okay. I'm not sure what we'll have, what we've got planned for tomorrow, but uh, not tonight for sure. All right. Beautiful. Well, why don't you come up? I'm going to give you the microphone. And what we often will say is like, tell us a bit about your life before Jesus. Tell us how you met Jesus. After, after you baptize? Yeah. Sure. All you're going to be dripping. Is that okay? All right. You just want to get up and go for it. Okay. All right. Well, then, Steve, I'm going to put you to work. I'll tell you what. Take your slippers off, and you can step in there, and I'll give you all the instructions. All right. For those of you who are in the audience, again, some of you need to be listening. Uh, no, I'd leave it on. I'll leave it on. Comes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go get changed. Um, while Joseph's doing that, uh, again, I want some of you to be listening, and maybe God's telling you today's your day to be baptized. But if, if you're somebody maybe who has been baptized, who's walking with Jesus, this is a time for you to be partnering with him in prayer. Um, something I love to say at weddings, I think I learned it from Pastor Terry, is you're not here, or maybe Barry, I don't know. Um, you're not here to be spectators. This is not a spectator sport. Okay, we're not going to, after he dunks in and makes a big splash, you're not going to hold up a sign and say 8, 9, or 10, whatever the score is, right? That's not what you're here for. Um, Joseph is being baptized in this place with these people because you're his people right now, right? And you're the village that he's walking with right now. And so your job is more than just to spectate and watch what's happening with Joseph. Your job is to support him. And he's going to have some great days, and he's going to have some low days. And, and one of the things you're a part of is his future journey, his future walk. And I just want to encourage you to be intentional about how you walk with Joseph, how you walk with others who you've, you go through these milestones with. Does that make sense? Joseph, your timing is perfect. All right. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have Joseph. I'll just talk you through without the microphone.
Joseph is still reserving his right to speak maybe a little bit later. We'll see. Uh, but for tonight, we're going to close things up. I want to pray for you. Actually, Joseph, why don't you stay here? I want to pray for you as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this evening. And on our calendars, this is the first Saturday night of 2024. But for you, it's, it's this very special night that you knew about millennia ago. You, you knew about when you created time. And you knew about when you, you created even just the plan uh, for your creation and for your children. Uh, your word says you knit us together in, in our mother's womb. And, and just as was being uh, described tonight, you, you were doing a work in, in John while he was in Elizabeth's womb. And we know that you, you had a plan for uh, Joseph, that even before he was born, you were sitting there with a smile on your face and you were considering the different personality traits and characteristics you were going to give him. You're planning a place for him and you planned for this evening. You had a good plan for him to be here this evening and do this this evening. And we celebrate your sovereignty, your wisdom, and your love and care for us. And we pray blessing on Joseph, uh, both for tonight and forevermore. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. All right. Yeah, you can clap for him. All right. Well, with that, we're going to wrap things up for this evening. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, I'm excited. We'll, I'll use this time as a little bit of an announcement. Uh, don't tell Jessica, um, but we are going to honor her uh, next week. And just to be clear, she's not leaving. She's not allowed to leave. She hasn't told me she's leaving anyways. Uh, in fact, she's going to be leading us in worship next week. But um, just so you know what's coming, Jessica has been faithfully, longer than I've been doing this, long, longer than Northridge has even been a part of things, has been a part of our music worship ministry and has been leading and the reason we always have somebody up here is because Jessica's gotten on the phone and said, hey, can you be here? And can you serve? Can you lead us in, in worship? And she's been super faithful, and I should be making this biggest speech right now because we don't want her to hear this. And so, anyways, next week she'll be leading. Uh, I'm going to be putting the call out, and in fact, online, if you're seeing this, uh, Bobby, actually, you can help with this. Uh, all the alumni, people who have come through the house and have come through SNL, we're inviting them to be a part of things. It's going to be a little bit of a get-together reunion, and we'll uh, we'll do our thing and uh, honor Jessica in the meanwhile. So with that, we're done for tonight. We look forward to seeing many of you tomorrow morning. Uh, but if not then, we'll see you next week, and we'll have a good time together. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Saturday Night Life. If you want to learn more about this ministry, or if you want to talk to somebody about what you heard on this podcast, please email us at snl at nrchurch.ca. We'd love to get to know you better. Until then, be safe and be blessed.